This Marketplace podcast is supported by Putnam Investments, offering long-term investment strategies built on experience, discipline, and research. On the web at putnam.com forward slash large cap equity. This is Putnam Today. The government's official report on the financial crisis is in... What does it say? And why does it matter? Marketplace Morning Report is produced in association with the University of Southern California. Hello from American Public Media. I'm Steve Chiotakis in Los Angeles. And I'm Jeremy Hobson. This morning at the American Public Media World Headquarters in St. Paul, Minnesota. You're listening to the Midday Update from Marketplace.org. It is Thursday, January 27th. Coming up, Japan's credit rating takes a hit. And Congressman Dennis Kucinich takes a pit, an olive pit, to the tooth. And now he's suing. But first, the Financial Crisis Inquiry Commission released its official report today on what led to the financial crisis. Well, at least the Democrats on the commission released that report. Republicans didn't endorse the report. It says the crisis was avoidable and that there's blame to go around regulators, bankers, politicians and credit rating agencies. So let's start our coverage now with Marketplace's Elisa Roth, who is joining us from New York. Good morning, Elisa. Good morning. We've all talked about uh, the crisis, obviously. What's new in this uh, report? Well, the book talks a lot about how much people get paid. On the one hand, there's the fact that the regulators had trouble recruiting finance people to work for them because, newsflash here, uh, Wall Street pays so much better than the government. (laughs) The other issue, though, is the idea that the way pay was structured actually encouraged people on Wall Street to take really big risks. I talked to Andrew Oranger this morning. He works on compensation issues at the law firm Ropes & Gray. I think there is a concern that the incentives in the compensation systems did not align the interests of the institutions with the interests of the individuals. In other words, the person making the deal would still get paid even if he or she were putting the bank at risk. So, Elisa, will this report actually have any effect? In terms of legislation, a lot of that was already passed with the financial reform bill. But a lot of how it'll actually work in real life still needs to be figured out. Um, I talked to Matt Slaughter this morning. He's associate dean of the Tuck School of Business at Dartmouth, and he says it's things like... What data are going to be monitored by financial companies? How particular aspects of the law will actually be implemented? And what that will mean for the practice of the individual firms and the overall financial system? And for all of those issues, it'll be really useful to understand what caused the crisis. Marketplace's Elisa Roth reporting from snowy New York City this morning. Elisa, thanks. You're welcome. Let's get reaction now from Diane Swank. She's chief economist with Mesero Financial, and she's with us from Chicago. Good morning, Diane. Good morning. So what's the most interesting thing to you in this report? Well, of course, there's blame for everyone from Wall Street to Washington, lots right. of witch hunts out there. But the most interesting thing is what's not in the report, and that's the dissents. And that is that this crisis was not just U.S. in nature. It doesn't have just Wall Street and Washington to blame. It was global in scope. It happened everywhere. And that is really important because if we don't take that into context, we'll be coming up with the wrong answers as we try to enforce the regulations that we're now trying to implement as a result of the financial crisis. The dissents you're talking about, the Republicans on the commission who did not endorse what the Democrats came out with in this report. Uh, Diane, while we're talking politics here, I mean, financial reform already passed through Congress, was signed by the president. So what's the point of this report at this point? 
Well, what's important is that the financial reforms left a lot of leeway for how regulators are going to actually enforce their regulations, how they're going to go about regulating the financial services industry and many industries, even beyond financial services. So to the extent that they have a lot of leeway, this report could influence and could have them over-regulating in areas where some people want to place too much political blame and missing areas where we still need to look closer at. Diane Swank, Chief Economist at Mesero Financial, thanks so much. Thank you. And for one more take, let's head to Davos, Switzerland, where the World Economic Forum is taking place. That's where we find Simon Johnson of MIT. Good morning. How are you? Great. So this report from the FCIC says the financial crisis was avoidable. No big surprise there. Is there anything that caught your eye in what you've seen so far? Not particularly. I think it's a, it's a good report. It's pretty balanced. And it does say that the regulators were responsible. And of course, I would add, they've not fixed the problem since then. All right. Well, this was supposed to be like the report, the, the official report that came after the Great Depression. But a lot of people think that this report has come too late because financial reform already passed. What do you think? There's a fantastic book on the Pecora hearings, the 1930 hearings, by Michael Perino called The Hellhound of Wall Street. And if you go through there, you see it was much more prosecutorial. There was much more revelation of of sordid details than we've got this time around. And, of course, the legislation followed that.